Welcome to the Do Life and a Body You Love podcast. I'm Nikki O'Day, and we are going to talk about any and every topic that will get you showing up bigger and bolder in your life. Weight loss, relationships, mindset, it's all on the table. It may not come out real PC, but if you're sick of motivational rah-rah talks that don't lead to any real change in your life, then you're in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. What's up, my do life and a body you love chicks. I hope you're all doing wonderful. I know this is like the crazy time of year. Everybody's schedules are nuts. There's plates of cookies everywhere taunting us. And it's just a wild time of year. But I hope that you're taking time for yourself and getting a little bit of chill out time, a little Bible time, a little meditation time, whatever it is that you need for you. Um, and today I want to talk to you guys about being bold. So in, in going after the things that you want, and not giving away your power. So here's what I see keep most women stuck from starting on a health goal, starting towards their business goals, whatever it may be. There's lots of things that keep us stuck, right? But for even for like assertive chicks who are like, ain't nobody the boss of me. I mean, that's kind of like my attitude, right? Even for us, we can not realize it, but be giving other people control over our outcomes. And y'all know, I'm all about having some bold women out there marching around, getting things done, helping the world, helping themselves. You got to help yourself before you can help the rest of the world, right? Uh, where are my Jordan Peterson fans at? You can't be out helping your community unless you know how to get up and make your bed in the morning, right? He'd be so disappointed. I don't actually make my bed every morning. <laughs> but, but the point is that you have to take care of you before you can take care of others. And I see women every single day who are letting the opinions of others determine what their level of health is going to be. And you wouldn't even think that that's still like a thing, but I will give you some examples and I'm going to break down a few different ways that I see this happening and some ways that we can get around it so that we can take back control over our health, what's going on with our body, what's going on career, whatever the thing is for you. I'm just going to use health as an example because it's the one that's in my face every single day. So there's always these paradoxes, right? And so here's one that I want to present to you guys. So there is a difference between you asking permission and you asking for support. And I would encourage you guys to never ask permission to do the things that you need to do for your body and your health. Never. You can ask for support and it's smart to ask for support. Everybody needs support in my opinion. Obviously, you guys know that. I preach it all the time. That's what coaching is all about. But even if you're not involved in a coaching program, you need a supportive tribe of people who are on the same adventure as you are. I believe that to be biblical. I believe that to be everything that we're taught in psychology and in personal development. And it's always all about you having a supportive tribe. What that does not mean, though, is that you're reliant on somebody else to give you permission to do something. Here's a very classical example that I see, and it's going to be a touchy one. So oh, I'm going to tread lightly here. Uh, <laughs> so when women are married, okay, and they want to invest in their health and they have to ask their husbands. Now, first of all, I believe in that. Like that that's my own, like, I think that that's biblical, that you should be having conversations with your spouse before you make big purchases, okay? But here's what I also know. Dudes don't have any idea what it's like for us to lose weight. Their bodies are so different. Who here has to 
exercise religiously, only eat paleo, intermittent fast, do all these crazy things. By the way, I don't teach my clients to do any of those, but you get my point. Like you have to be like so dialed in and buttoned up just to even maintain your weight. And meanwhile, you're married to some dude who's over here like eating Cheetos every night and looks like an athlete, even though they haven't worked out in like three years. And you're like, what, what is happening right now? Or guys who just, and this isn't true for all men. Of course, there are men who struggle with their weight and I don't want to downplay their issues, but a lot of times it is easier for men. They just like think about it and they're like, oh, look, I have abs again. What? You didn't even do anything. What just happened? They don't have our hormonal profile. Okay. And I'm not trying to say that like weight loss isn't possible for women. It's totally possible for women. We need a different approach. We cannot do the same things that dudes do. When women come to me and they're following some plan from some 25-year-old male Instagram fitness competitor who sold them this thing for like $40 and it's like, eat like this, move like this. And I'm like, what about your life or your body is the same as that, guys? This is why this isn't working for you. Okay. So our bodies are different. We've carried babies plus most women. And again, I'm generalizing and there's always, you can always get yourself into trouble with generalizations, right? But most women are more affected when they're overweight psychologically than men. Men don't typically mind being like, whatever, I'm the chubby, funny friend. Like it's not really affecting their self-esteem. They're still popping their top on the beach and they don't care. A woman puts on five pounds and she's wearing a cover up on the beach. It's different for us. Our husbands don't necessarily know how it's affecting us psychologically, even if we complain about the number on the scale. So you might say, oh, my God, the scale said blah, 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 whatever number. Your husband doesn't understand that what that means is when you go out to a party, you don't want to sit down. So you stand up all night in your high heels because if you sit down, your muffin top's going to hang out over your pants. They don't know that we think about those things unless we share those things, right? And even for those of us who have that type of relationship where we do share those things, which let's be clear, everybody's not really super excited to share those vulnerable things. (laughs) You know what I mean? Even with their spouse. Some people do, some people don't, whatever. Not here to even talk about that. But even if they do know, a lot of times for men, it's so much easier for them that their response is usually like, you're smart, go Google it. (laughs) Okay. My clients' husbands tell them that all the time before they hire me. And it's funny to me because my husband told me that before hiring business coaches. He was like, why are you going to pay this person thousands and thousands of dollars to help you with things that you could Google. And I'm like, hi, I love that you have that much confidence in me and that you think that I'm just so darn brilliant, but here's the reality. I've been struggling with this for seven years or whatever it's been. And so if Google were the way, don't you think I'd have figured that out by now? Okay, so this is just like one small example of where we go to somebody else for permission to do something that's right for our body. When instead we could go ask for support and all relationships don't work the same, right? But here's the deal. I will literally approach my husband and be like, okay, so I would really like your support on this, but here's what I need to do for me. I know what my body needs. Nobody else knows what's going on in my head. Nobody else knows what's going on with me psychologically because of the things I'm struggling with. Nobody else knows just how hard I really am trying and that now I do need support. Nobody knows those things. And so 
I'm just personally not going to give somebody else the power to tell me yes or no to do something that my body truly, truly needs. But here's the thing. And by the way, I'm not using this as an example to say, go hire a coach. It's just like an obvious one to me. It could be like the gym, right? So maybe you want to start going to the gym in January. Y'all, if you listened to last week, you know, I'm telling you go to the gym right now. Also, there's less people there right now. So if you've been thinking about going to the gym, you should just get your membership right now because in January, the gym sucks. Okay. (laughs) Plus all the things we talked about last week, but nonetheless, let's say you want to go to the gym and your husband's like, well, you already bought a treadmill that you don't use. So like, no, why are you going to go to the gym? Well, you may have a million reasons why going to the gym is a better plan for you. But if we just shut down and say, oh, okay, you're right. Now, I'm not saying that you just like should never value the opinion of your spouse. I don't believe that. I think everything should be talked out and both parties should agree, but that it's also our job to like explain why we need the things that we need and be like, I'm really not asking for your permission. I'm asking for your support. How can we figure this out and make this happen? Because this is very important to me. Okay. Now, before we can get there, before we can get bold enough to have those types of conversations with honesty and integrity to what we need and all of that, we actually have to value ourselves enough to fight for ourselves. Right. And so I usually tell my clients, I'm like, what would you want for your adult child or your best friend? So if my clients are, let's say they're making excuses about their their calendar, they need to do X, Y, and Z. And so they don't have time to meal prep or go to the gym. And I'm like, okay, so what you're telling me is that X, Y, and Z that are on your calendar are more important than your body. The only body that the good Lord gave you to rock around this planet on and you're stuck in it. You don't get an upgrade, okay? (laughs) You're stuck in this thing. That's it. These are houses. We don't get to level up. You're in the one you got. So you better be good to it, right? And what you're telling me is that getting your kids to X, Y, and Z activities is more important than you being able to like cook dinner for 20 minutes or like whatever the thing is, right? So it's, it's always about like these priorities And women have a very hard time prioritizing themselves. But if we can take a step back and we go, okay, if your adult daughter came to you and was telling you how crazy her schedule was, and she was suffering um, with like knee pain because she was overweight and she had all these inflammatory issues going on and she wasn't taking care of her body, would you say, yeah, boo, you're right. Just wait in a few more months until your schedule calms down and then take care of yourself. No, if it was your best friend or your child, you would be like, uh-uh, no, your body's the priority. We're taking care of this now and we're doing whatever it takes. But we don't have that same drive for ourselves. And so we have to like take a step back and think about things and put them in perspective. Taking care of ourselves isn't selfish. If you're going to take good care of other people, you literally have to take care of yourself or those people are going to end up taking care of you. That's how it goes, guys. Really easy to forget that when we're super busy. It's even easy for me to forget that when I'm super busy and I've worked ICU and ER for decades. And so I see it firsthand. The people who go, 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 go and do and pour into everybody else end up being the ones who need to be taken care of by everybody else. So if you want some longevity to this being there for everybody else, you got to start with you. You have to prioritize it. 
which then me, brings me back to the point of then you have to ask for support, not permission. If your coach, you might have a health coach who's telling you to do things that you're like, man, this, it doesn't, this is making my body feel worse, or this doesn't fit my schedule at all, or this doesn't feel right. Now I'm not saying that you just make excuses and don't do anything, but you know how like you get that nudge where you're like, Hmm, doesn't feel right. Even your doctor, like I'm never telling anybody to go against their doctor's advice. Okay. But like if your doctor, your health coach, your personal trainer, your spouse, your mom, I don't care who's giving you this like wild advice. If it doesn't feel right, you know what you need. Okay. So support is there to give you accountability, give you structure. It can be expert counsel. It can be all of these things. But at the end of the day, we've got to take ownership and like have this trust within ourselves that like, you know what? I do know what I need and I'm going to fight for it. And if that's, I need to have a conversation with the person who is guiding me or I need to have a conversation with my spouse. It could be that you need to have tough conversations with kids who need to be stepping up and helping you at home, or they quit complaining about the meals that you're cooking that are healthy, or like there's so many things that go into us being healthy. It's all of these little tiny things where like day after day, things start to kind of beat you down. And so I want to encourage you to like, look at what are the things that are holding you back? Is there any part in there that is relational with another person, be it members of your family, coworkers, like whatever it is? Is there any sort of a relationship there where the opinion of somebody else, the permission of somebody else or whatever is like is stifling your growth? And then if you can identify something like that, What's a great way that you can go about trying to change that? I'm not saying just while out and tell everybody to piss off and like, <laughs> don't get all crazy, right? Don't get all crazy. We, we need to maintain our relationships, but really looking at like, how are, how are the people in our world affecting us? Because if you step back, if you can find evidence of this in your life, and maybe some of you can't, it, and that's great. Good. You do you. <laughs> then everything that you're not doing, that's on you. Great. Easier to change. Go get tough with yourself. Let's get things done. Okay. But if most of us are very social and there's different dynamics, what things need to happen? What tough conversations have to happen? What boundaries have to get in place? Is there somebody that you need help with? And it's fair and right that they help out with different situations that allows you to have a little bit of extra time for your own self-care is that adult or you know like teenage kids um to checking in with chores stepping up and doing some chores is it maybe the husband does the after dinner cleanup if you're the one that's cooking and that way you can like go decompress and think before you end up just stuffing your face full of Cheetos or like, I don't know, there's like a million different things. These are like all the things I go through with my clients. Like, ah, what are we going to do here? But another way that I think that we do give up the, our power and like our control over our own health is just simply by being like wishy-washy, not having confidence in ourself to follow through on the decisions that we've made. So you decide that you're going to follow diet X, Y, Z. Okay, well, if you try it and it's not working, then you do need to stop, obviously, or you don't feel well or something like that. But what if it's working well 
and all of your coworkers start saying, oh, that's so bad for you. I can't believe you're doing that, blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, if it really is bad for you because you're doing something crazy, maybe you should look into that. But half the time that I see this happen, I, I just love to be a fly on the wall, you guys. I just watch all of these situations and I'm just like, mm, humans are so interesting. So I've seen people who are doing some actual healthy things to lose weight and it's working. And I've watched their coworkers who aren't doing anything for their own health at all, tell them that what they're doing is unhealthy. And then they get so confused by it that they actually stopped doing something that was working. And when I'm explaining this, you may be thinking, I would never do that. That sounds crazy. But we're a lot more suggestible to our environment than we think, even when we are bold women. Like It doesn't matter. Like things get in our brain and not because we're pushovers. Okay. That's not why that happens. That's, and I don't want anybody to take it that way. Personally, what I think it is, is just that we're bombarded with so much information that our brain is already very overwhelmed. So it's very hard to commit to and stick to a plan because info is coming at you 24 seven. And then even when you don't have your phone in your face, reading more information or watching another reels or getting overwhelmed with whatever else, now you have all these people in your ear squawking all the time. Everybody's got something to say about everything. So one way that you can like stay in your lane, put your horse blinders on, stay in your lane. Is what you're doing working? Do you feel good doing it? Then who gives a crap what anybody else thinks? Like we have to personally evaluate what's going on for us, determine what's best for us. Yes, you should seek expert counsel if you need it. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel. If you know somebody who can help you get where you want to be, I'm not saying don't reach out. Getting support is smart. Requiring permission is not. That keeps us stuck. At the end of the day, we're the people who have to live in these bodies forever. So we need to be in touch when our body is telling us it needs something different. We need to figure out smart action plans. And then we need to get support where needed. But we've got to own that our health is ultimately up to us. And this goes you know, in, in the opposite direction of just permission, this goes with our excuses too. Like if your significant other, your best friend that you live with or whoever eats a bunch of trash all day and you're like, oh, well, I can't get healthy because they keep bringing this in the house. Mm -mm, that's on you, boo. It's not their job. They're not the one on the diet. So they don't have to give up their food. <laughs> you're the one that's trying to make a health change. So it's on you. We can't let our external circumstances, opinions, blah, 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 dictate what we have. What do you want? What do you really want for yourself? This is so great to be considering right now while we're rolling into a new year. Y'all know how I feel about New Year's resolutions, but we're all going to make them anyways, right? But it is a great time of reflecting and being like, what do I want to be better next year? And not with some like wild pie in the sky, New Year's resolution that we set, but like, really tangible ways that we can just be a better version of us or make our life a little bit better. W what are those things? What's that going to look like for you? And then what, how do you need to take ownership of that and be like, nope, my body, I'm the boss. I'm also the one responsible. So I need to get things done. Extreme ownership. If you guys like that topic, by the way, I love Jacko Williams. If you ladies like aggressive people, he's pretty darn aggressive. 
very like military or whatever, but he has this audiobook, Extreme Ownership. It's phenomenal. I think everybody should listen to it. It's really about leadership um, and how everything that happens is basically your fault if you're the leader. And so <laughs> don't be passing the buck down, right? We need to lead from a place of like ownership. But I feel like that's how we need to be as women with our lives. Like we have to own where we're at. We have to own where our health's at. Your level of health is not actually your doctor's fault. Like you see your doctor for 20 minutes a year, maybe, <laughs> or something like that. Um, but you're the one living life in your body every single day. And so it's on us, right? You can hire a personal trainer. I highly recommend that you do. It's particularly somebody who's going to make you lift really heavy weights. <laughs> Go for it. But again, that person's not actually responsible for your results. They are to give you guidance and hopefully you hire somebody who's smart. That's their job to be a smart resource for you and give you guidance and support. But ultimately, you're the one who has to do the things. I give my clients structures and methods that will work for their life and their metabolism. But I don't go to their house and smack cookies out of their hand because some of them don't live close enough to me. And I feel like that would just get a little bit out of hand. <laughs> Although it does kind of sound fun. Like, but you guys get where I'm going with this, right? Get support, but own your results and don't let anybody else tell you what you do get to do for your body, what you don't get to do for your body. You're the one living in this thing. So you need to like rally for what your needs are. Go to bat for yourself. Go to bat for yourself and what your needs are, just like you would your best friend, just like you would one of your kids, because ultimately how you're going to be able to help all those people that you love in your life comes down to you how well you are taking care of yourself mentally, physically, all the things. So that's the end of my rant. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk today. And I will see you guys next week. Oh, and reach out. Let me know. How does this one set with you? Did I ruffle some feathers? If I did, it was all sudden love. Y'all know that. But I'm curious how, how this one sits with you. So reach out, let me know, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. It is my mission to give women back the confidence that they need to show up bigger in their lives. Right now, the world more than ever needs women who are on fire and living their purpose. If you want to join me in this mission, there's a few things you can do. One, you can share this podcast with the women in your circle. Two, you can join me in my Facebook group, Simplified Fat Loss, or you can subscribe to my newsletter at NikkiOday.com. 